The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, it's the little seed that packs a powerful nutritional punch, the hemp seed, and you can mix it into a smoothie or sprinkle it on a salad. So listen up and prepare to learn the latest information on the power of hemp foods. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town and what's new at Mother's Market. But first up, Mike Fada is co-founder of Manitoba Harvest Hemp Foods. Mike used to weigh over 300 pounds and was sick and tired of being sick and tired. He decided it was time for a change, so he overhauled his diet, focusing on protein, good fats, and fiber, all nutrients found in hemp foods. Since hemp foods played such an essential role in Mike's health transformation, he wanted everyone to be able to try them, and Manitoba Harvest bought Mike's dream of sharing hemp foods with the world to life. And we welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Mike, how are you? Uh, Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here, and I'm doing very well today. Good. It's nice to have you. Why don't you fill our audience in a little bit on your mission and your work before we get to today's show topic? Um, yeah, our, our mission is really to, uh, to educate people about the benefits of hemp foods and, and uh, make them available so they can have them in their pantries at home and, and uh, in their diet. Well, it's great because you have a, your story, is you live your passion, and you do want everybody to know what your story is. So let's talk a little bit about the power of hemp foods. And can you tell our listeners about yourself and your weight loss journey? Definitely. Um, when I was young, I, I wasn't educated about health, and uh, McDonald's set up right beside our school, and I had ha- hot dog day and hamburger day, and next thing you know, I was 18 years old, and I was 300 pounds, and, uh, and I was sick and tired all the time. And uh, one day I had the aha moment of I didn't want to be sick and tired anymore, and I was going to uh, change my lifestyle. And uh, and it was kind of like the biggest loser moment. My brother was already, he's a couple years older and exercising and uh, took me to the gym and worked out. Uh, but I started to educate myself about nutrition and realize how big of a, uh, an important role that played. Uh, it took a while through experimentation because I went on a no-fat diet, which um, was very popular in the mid-1990s, but uh, left me unstable and unhealthy uh, because of, I cut all the fats out of my diet, uh, which led me to learning about the essential fatty acids, omega-3 and omega-6, uh, which was my road to hemp. And during all this time, was your did your brother was was he overweight at all? Or was he he was he was, a, he was a, a a little overweight. I would say probably you know uh, overweight where I was obese, uh, being over 100 pounds overweight, and he was probably chubby and maybe you know lost 15 or 20 pounds, uh, uh, but. Um, different different scales. He was getting into exercise before, oh, yeah. before I was. Yeah. Right, but yeah. yeah, through that trial and error process, you figured out, okay, this is this is this is it, and you did. You kind of figured out, okay, um, the the fat dieting, and um, so the no fat, and then the exercising, and then all of a sudden, boom, you figured out. Yeah, hemp. and then and and the and the big discovery was uh, if you if you put the right fuel in the body, mm-hmm. uh, meaning the right food, um, you are naturally going to want to move and exercise, and and it, and that's that's the success. Uh, that's how you can really feel good, fuel the body properly, and then and then move it and shake it, and uh, uh, and and you you could be healthy. Um, what were the most effective health changes that you made in your weight loss journey? Um, Cutting chemicals out of my diet. Uh, I, I didn't know about additives and preservatives and and, uh, and different ingredients that are legal to have in food that can play a, a big havoc at a cellular level. And so I went on a on a uh, 
discovery of what are all these things and why are they in our food, and uh, which led me to more, I'd say, organic uh, quality uh, food choices um, after more trial and error. But I'd say that's probably the biggest uh, biggest piece that I've learned. I mean, to, to realize that you have gone on and you've done all this research and you've figured out, wow, okay, this these are choices that you can make and you are this is why you've done the journey and you've taken this. So what does your typical day look like from health and wellness perspective? Yeah, um, it's great. I, I, uh, I, I like to get up and, and, uh, and exercise first thing in the morning and, and, and create that um, desire and and uh, and burn for food. So usually, um, usually it's some cardio and some weight training uh, or um, yoga. If I've if I'm sore and I don't want to uh, weight train, but I like to uh, I like to lift weights and I like to uh, I like to run. Um, and then from there, I, I I'm going into refueling the body. So a smoothie is uh, is usually my go-to um, in the morning for sure for the summer months. Winter sometimes it's oatmeal, uh, super powered with uh, with hemp hearts and and hemp protein and and other uh, superfood products. Uh, and then throughout the day, I'm, I'd say then it's more conscious to uh, mindfulness. Uh, I do a lot of meditation, um, keep the mind in a nice healthy place, um, eat a big salad every day for lunch, uh, and stay kind of light on my feet, um, and carry that throughout the rest of the day for, in good eating and, and get plenty of uh, rest because sleep is another magical piece of a, of a healthy lifestyle. And um, that's what I've been hearing too. I think mindfulness that goes along with it, but it was, is it sort of, um, when you were in that place before you started losing the weight and before you started exercising, did you feel like you had to kind of, um, see yourself as losing the weight, see yourself as a thinner? Yes, very much so. There's, there's, and, and people kind of see that, but it's like the two voices, the mm -hmm. good voice and the bad voice. Um, I, I always like to think about that as the natural body and the unnatural body. Uh, and you have to, you have to really think hard to get through to the natural body. If you, if you're affected by, um, all these stresses and, and being overweight and having wrong food and, and chemicals in your, in your body, um, can lead to that, that unnatural voice, uh, being stronger. Uh, and so there was both from a, from a meditation and a, and a uh, manifestation of what I wanted, and but also I'd, I'd look in the mirror and pull my face back, the double chin, and say, "This is what I'm going to look like when I'm thin," and and uh, and really imagine that, and and uh, and it was easier to then take the steps to get there. Tell me a little bit about your plant-based food um, when you started that, because that seems to be that's really what got you to this point. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think when I discovered, I mean, the, 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 it's not only the power of, of plants, but also the, uh, the, the clean burn of, of plant-based foods. Uh, and so I, I, uh, I've done, went throughout my weight loss journey, done a lot of, a lot of attention to cleansing. Uh, I'm a big green juice fan. I used to juice every day, celery, carrots, kale, uh, spinach, and as much nutrients as you can kind of get into a glass. And uh, um, uh, that was the I guess the multivitamin and, and uh, uh, that along juice and along alongside of smoothies and salads are a great way to get a huge amount of nutrition in the body, um, but stay light and stay clean and uh, and a clean burn. So. Do you are you a vegetarian? I'm not. I'm a qualitarian. So I like quality things. Uh, I, I I don't eat a tremendous amount of meat, um, but I do eat uh, I do eat some meat and, and some dairy. And um, but m uh, most of my diet I'd say is plant based, and most of my diet is is organic. Um, 
but again, I, I look for quality things. So mm -hmm. if there's a uh, if a farmer raises a good piece of meat, um, uh, I would probably try some. Of okay, that. I like that. It's the first time I've heard a qualitarian, but I like that too. So um, okay, so let's talk about how did hemp foods first make an impact on your health? Because I was. I would say at that point, suffering from the no-fat diet. I, I was so obsessed thinking of reading Dr. Nathan Pritikin's materials on, on no, uh, low-fat and no-fat, mm -hmm. uh, and I was losing weight from eating no-fat, um, that I took it down to eating one gram of fat a day uh, and learned the hard way of, uh, of how important the essential fatty acids are in the, uh, in the diet. And so when I started to eat hemp food products, it was because of the omega-3 and omega-6. And it went from literally, when I was eating no fat, um, my my health was suffering, my hair was falling out, my, ener my energy levels were really low, and my skin was horrible. And, and as soon as I started to eat uh, essential fatty acids in my diet, um, it, it all changed. It was like putting gas in the in the gas tank of your car instead of putting uh, water in there and, and wondering why um, the car's not working properly. How did you first discover hemp? Um, there, there was two other co-founders of Manitoba Harvest, and they were uh, lobbying the government to, uh, to legalize hemp, uh, and we had friends of friends. Um, so I, I'd known them, um, but I, uh, when I was on the, the, this whole fat, um, trying to figure out fats, and someone introduced me to the book Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill uh, by Dr. Udo Erasmus, uh, and Udo uh, writes about you know, all things fat, good fats, bad fats, uh, and essential fatty acids, uh, and in his book wrote about hemp as being the best source of essential fatty acids, but not available in North America at that time, only available in, in Europe. Uh, and so it was the it was the material in Udo's book, and and it was uh, a meeting with uh, the other two co-founders that, that were hemp advocates, uh, and uh, and thinking always thinking to myself that hemp was cool, the kind of the bracelet and the t-shirts and stuff, and uh, and and put the nutrition and and uh, and the uh, and the activism together, and and we we created a business out of it. So speaking of the business, tell us about that exciting recent company news and what that means to you. Um, breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah, this <laughs> week that uh, we announced that, uh, that that hemp foods are are, are uh, we put our self assessment in for grass certification. So generally recognized as safe, uh, and that's a that's an FDA uh, uh, program. Uh, and that why it's really important is because besides our Manitoba Harvest brand of products that we put out into the marketplace, we also uh, sell hemp food ingredients to other manufacturers. And and grass is a certification um, that those manufacturers can feel uh, that they have. Uh, they, there's a there's safety and efficacy uh, that's been studied and researched and peer reviewed um, to make sure that the foods are safe. And so, you know, hemp's been eaten for thousands of years, uh, but before you put together all the science uh, and register it with the FDA, um, there's a lot of work to be able to do that. And and Manitoba Harvest has taken that on uh, really for the for the entire hemp industry, uh, and I made that announcement uh, uh, this week around the Natural Products Expo. Wow! Congratulations. How long have you been working on that? Uh, that's about a two-year process, um, but really the, the documentation for the, the research, the safety research and the efficacy research has been you know, a good 20 years in the making since we started the business. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. Well, some great information, interesting, and again, congratulations. Uh, we need to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment with more um, with Manitoba Harvest. Harvest, uh, Don't go away. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high-quality, great-tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. 
fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Manitoba Harvest's co-founder, Mike Fada. And we're talking about the power of hemp. And so, Mike, we were just talking about... Uh, You've been in this industry for so long, and uh, it's been a bit of the wild, wild west out here, especially with the recent laws being passed here in California. Can you explain the difference between hemp, cannabis, CBD, and just kind of talk about it from your point of view? Yeah, definitely. Um, there's, there's different types of cannabis, different varieties of cannabis. Uh, some varieties of cannabis that would be referred to as marijuana, whether it's recreational or medicinal marijuana. Uh, and then there's, there's varieties of cannabis that, are, that have no drug aspect to them. And, and those, are, that, those are the varieties that are referred to as hemp. So they're, they're grown for, for food, the seed for food, uh, or for fuel, or the, the fiber, the stock of the plant for, for fiber. And then there's a little bit of a middle ground of, of CBD products that are more uh, medicinal uh, on the medicinal side of, of cannabis. So our business is focused on the on the seed for food. So no psychoactive drug, uh, no THC in the in the products. Um, but many people don't aren't, aren't familiar with the differences, and I think it's a little bit confusing given that the, even in the U.S., the federal laws and the state laws uh, aren't yet aligned. Uh, federally, it's not legal to grow hemp, but it's legal in all the states to, to eat hemp food products uh, and, and to enjoy the benefits of it. Uh, and CBD and, and uh, marijuana, whether rec recreational or, or or, uh, or medicinal uh, are, are as well defined by state law. So there, there was a change to California state law um, to, to make legal recreational and medicinal marijuana. Uh, but from a hemp food standpoint, it's, it's been legal uh, all the time in California and, and all the other states to be able to um, sell the products or, or consume the products. Because of the because no, there's no, no THC. Because, because there's no THC, there's no drug aspect to it. Yeah. Okay, thank you for explaining that. Um, we know you're a pioneer in the legalization of hemp farming in Canada, but could you tell us more about how you were involved in that process? Yeah. Um, so the legalization efforts in Canada started in 1991, uh, and it was lobbying to the to the to the state uh, to the provincial government in in Manitoba on the benefit. It was very much similar to how it is in the U.S., where it was legal to sell the products; it just wasn't legal to grow the crop. Uh, and there was a, the, uh, a hemp group that was formed, a hemp awareness committee at the University of Manitoba to really start to um, bring awareness to what hemp is and how successful it could be for our farmers um, to grow the crop because it was legal to sell the products in, in Canada. Uh, and, then, and so there's lobbying efforts at the, at the state level, at the provincial level in Canada, which was 
successful, um, and we got the first license to uh, do research and development uh, in 1994, uh, and support also in, in uh, that the that the, the province um, lent their their uh, agronomist resources from an agriculture department to to help study. To, and they wanted two things: one, can we grow hemp here and it can be a successful crop for our farmers? And two, um, is is it is it hemp that there's no psychoactive, there's no drug worry, no 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 THC in the product, so there's no there's no worry about drugs. Um, and we grew from a research and development uh, uh, se several years, 1994, 95, 96, and then that, that information and that documentation and the support of the provincial government, uh, then there was a lobby to, to Health Canada, to, to the federal government, which took two years for them to um, put together regulations, and, and we were there as a, as a hemp industry uh, group to make sure that uh, it wasn't just government-led regulations, they were listening to what we were asking of them, that we wanted to have, um, we wanted to have give farmers an, an open license to to be able to grow certain varieties of, of the plant uh, and and after what started I guess 1991 in 1998 the laws were changed and and federally hemp has been legal to to grow in all the provinces in Canada uh, both from a for a, from a fiber uh, and also a seed for a food what's the nutritional value of hemp um, hemp's a pretty balanced seed, uh, balanced in uh, that it offers a good source of, of protein, plant-based protein, uh, essential fatty acids, omega-3 and omega-6, uh, and also fiber uh, in, in, that is in the bran or the shell of the product. Uh, but not only is it balanced uh, from a seed a, a, as a whole, but if you look at the, the different macronutrients, the, the, uh, the, the protein is a really high-quality uh, uh, protein. Uh, it contains all the essential amino acids. Um, the, the, uh, the fats are are really high quality fats. They're 80% 80, 80 polyunsaturated, which the polyunsaturated fats are the omega-3 and omega-6 uh, essential fatty acids. Hemp also has some micronutrients as well that uh, iron, so for people that are eating less meat, that's really important. Uh, magnesium, which is a, a calming mineral uh, that you can you can buy in a supplement, but you can just you can get in a serving of, of hemp hearts. Uh, so it is really a, a unique compared to some of the other even super seeds that are on the market, uh, containing twice as much protein than a flax seed or chia seed, uh, and more essential fatty acids as well. And so that was kind of my next uh, question: was how did they differ the your the hemp seeds from chia and flax? Uh, the, the 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 first part is that they they for most consumers they taste better. Hemp has a nice nutty flavor, nutty flavor. similar to a, a sunflower seed or even a sunflower seed and a pine nut. Just a nice rich nutty flavor. Where a lot of people uh, have a hard time with the other super seeds because they're trying to hide them in their foods because they don't necessarily yeah, taste that <laughs> taste that well. So it starts with taste. Uh, uh, most people most consumers per, would prefer hemp because of the taste. Uh, but then from there, um, you know, the, those super seeds are eaten for essential fatty acids, omega three and omega six. Uh, hemp contains more. Than uh, essential fatty acids than chia and flax. It also can contains some of the longer chain fats, uh, GLA, gamma-linoleic acid, which is uh, proven to be very therapeutic for as an anti-inflammatory for people that are that are suffering from uh, anti-inflammation -infl uh, issues. Um, and and then as well the uh, the protein, uh, which hemp is, ha is is much higher in protein than, than other seeds, so it contains twice the amount of protein than a than a flax seed or a chia seed. Um, what's the expiration like the shelf life? Uh, it's twelve months. The, the products have twelve months, uh, and you you uh, you, you want to keep them uh, in the fridge or freezer if you're going to keep them longer than that. But uh, generally, they'll have twelve months of shelf life. And uh, what are the benefits of plant-based protein, specifically hemp protein? 
the benefit of plant-based protein for a lot of consumers is just a cleaner burning protein. Uh, and and, you, and you, you could talk to your family member or your neighbor and understand that people eat a big steak with lots of protein, feel really heavy, and, and maybe not feel like getting off the couch. Uh, have a similar amount of, uh, similar grams of protein, but from a plant-based like, like hemp foods, and you get the protein that your body needs to grow and, 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 and perform, but you don't have that heavy feeling. You, so you want to get up, you, you want to get up and go, mm-hmm. uh, which, uh, so you get, you get the, the ben- both benefits. And I think that's uh, uh, hemp and, and other plant-based proteins are, are sought after because they're, they're clean burning uh, proteins. Hmm. So what are your favorite ways to use hemp? Um, I, I like to uh, have hemp at every meal. Uh, it makes it makes me feel really good. And so, um, in a smoothie, I'll uh, I'll put hemp hearts and make a make a fresh hemp milk and add my fruit, uh, and then add a protein uh, uh, add one of our protein powders, the hemp yeah, um, uh, to give it that protein boost. I love hemp hearts on top of a salad, and I don't sprinkle it on; I pour it on. I really <laughs> love the texture that it, that it gives to salad and, and that nice nutty flavor. Uh, I love hemp hearts in a soup; uh, they kind of melt into the soup and and uh, and give it again a nice uh, rich creamy uh, uh, mouthfeel to it, uh, and then and then I'm I'm a fan of snacking on the go, and, and some of our uh, toasted hemp seeds are, are a great uh, a great way to uh, um, get a crunch, uh, get a get a good uh, uh, boost of protein and essential fatty acids, uh, uh, and have that in my backpack or in my briefcase. So that's sort of like a, like a sunflower seed sort of. Yeah, and you can just eat it right out of the pack, and we have uh, we have toasted with uh, sea salt and, and and also a sriracha flavor for people that are like a little spicy in their life. Hmm, there you go. Um, can you talk about the misconceptions about hemp foods? And just maybe... Yeah, I think yeah. the biggest misconception is people don't understand the difference between hemp and marijuana, which we sort of ta- talked a little bit about, just that, you know, that hemp doesn't have any psychoactive drug. All it is is a, a healthy, great-tasting food product. But mm-hmm. uh, the biggest one for people would be to understand uh, really what hemp is, because for, for many years people thought of hemp as, as marijuana or hemp as a, as a T-shirt uh, or a fiber product, but not as a, as a seed and a, and a healthy food product. Um, do you make hemp like... Uh I think about like peanut butter or almond butter. Do you make? Um, we have a, a recipe because you could take hemp hearts and make a, 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 hemp, a hemp butter, hemp yeah. seed butter at, at home in your uh, in your in your Vitamix or a juicer, and to, uh, we we do uh, share some recipes for for how to take uh, some of our staple products, oil, protein powders, hemp mm. hearts, and 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 make them into you know really thousands of recipes. Yeah, I was just yeah. gonna say putting that on celery or something like that. Um, we're seeing a lot of millennials, younger generations, uh, being very health conscious. Um, is there do you in your experience? How do you see that in the future of shaping hemp? Uh, I think we're living in a day today where where um, consciousness is rising, mm-hmm. and because there's an easy access to information, yeah. everyone has a mobile, and millennials are really great at that right. uh, to really get under the hood and discover the source of where their food comes from, and 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 and, and what's going to be best for them, both from their own body's sake, but mm-hmm. also supporting companies um, that uh, that are trustworthy and they can align with their with their values. And so, I think that's just going to become uh, you know. M- in more front and center uh, of you know easy to pronounce clean labels simple ingredients and uh, uh, and high efficacy uh, and 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 a clean and, and knowing the source or knowing the farmer uh, and hemp uh, and and our mantle harvest products plays really well into that because we're vertically integrated and we work with the farmers and and uh, and our labels are 
only clean. clean. They, they, they read insane. like you'd make it at home. Uh, you can understand everything that's in it. It's just, it's, and if there's any other ingredients, there's a handful of ingredients in there. Uh, and so I think that uh, um, the millennials are driving that consciousness. Because, but it, a real it, one is everyone's got a mobile phone, and you can you can research it at home or when you're when you're standing in the store of mothers uh, and and understand where your products are coming from. Right, it's true. It, I think the millennials have really done a good job of of making sure there are clean labels. There's cameras everywhere, and people want to know that there's a, a good clean story behind things. What should consumers look for when buying a hemp product? Um, Freshness is a, is a big thing because uh, hemp is really rich in, in those essential fatty acids. Um, they, they need to be manufactured fresh. So you, you, you want to have a, uh, a packaged on date to understand when the product was made, uh, best before date, so you understand when, uh, when it expires. Um, I'm a big organic guy, so I like certified, uh, certified organic for yeah. consumers that are, that are looking for that organic certification. Uh, definitely grown uh, without pesticides, uh, non-GMO. Those are things I think not only in hemp but 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 other foods that uh, that are a, an easy way to uh, to to decide uh, and then from there I think it's the nutrients that you're offering uh, looking for you know a 10 gram of protein serving um, is a is a key one for 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 consumers um, and and then that clean label that we talked about and then what do you see as the future of hemp I think the future of hemp is is actually the history of hemp and 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 that hemp was a, a big part of society uh, and and it's it's going to come back and so I think you're, you're seeing in, in in not only from a food source uh, but also from a from a fiber um, you know designer hemp clothing not not uh, boxy kind of hemp shirts so uh, really utilizing uh, all aspects of the plant because it it, uh, it is such a, a powerhouse resource and and uh, and the future of hemp is really farming hemp in in uh, in America again uh, it's it's been uh, since 1936, since it's been legal federally to grow hemp in the United States, um, and that's going to come back, and we hope that that comes back really, really soon. And then maybe breaking down those misconceptions, just like what you have, and really, really continuing to keep that story out there for the general public to realize really where it came from. And I like that you said the history of hemp is the future of hemp. Definitely. Well, good. Well, thank you so much for your time with some great advice, and we really appreciate your knowledge, and we look forward to having you on again. Thanks for sharing your story. Um, to get more information on Mike, his website is manitobaharvest.com. Thank you so much. We look forward to your next visit. Yeah, thanks again for having me. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market Radio Show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mothers recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.